Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined today by Dr. Troy Fox. Dr. Fox, good morning, good afternoon, whatever morning. time it may be that you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I am great. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is the wind blowing there in Florida today? Um, no, not much. It's pretty calm today, like most days. How about I there? Shouldn't, I shouldn't even ask. Oh, it's <clears throat> it's like 50 miles an hour here in Kansas. So well, there's we just nothing had a to stop it. days of that. No, there really isn't. We're out on the open plains. And I guess I'm the one that was uh, the decision maker that decided to live here. Um, I'm <laughs> rethinking that today. So as, as of the time of recording this, if you... Uh, if you live on the plains, you know what I'm talking about because it has been blowing for about the last 24 hours pretty solidly. Nice, nice, yeah. yeah. Beautiful weather. Typically, when we get wind here in Florida, it's uh, called a hurricane. So, oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So we're we're always thankful when it's not windy. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? All right. Well, we've got a, a good question. This is actually a topic that you and I talked about. Um, Danielle, uh, from New Mexico actually asked, she had actually seen us at a seminar and said, I heard you guys talking about being more intentional in your practice. Ah, and that, yes. and that fascinated me, but I, I didn't take any notes at the time. And I'd kind of like you guys to rehash that subject again, because I remember mm -hmm. there were some really great high points, but I don't remember how to do it in my practice. So Danielle, we appreciate the question. And there is, you can be very specific about how you're intentional in your practice. So Dr. Perush, what do you think about that? How, how love are this we intentional? And uh, yeah, this is great. You know, I, intention comes with really pretty much everything you do from, <clears throat> excuse me, managing and interacting with your staff to running your, your business, as far as, you know, the behind the scenes things, accounting, those kind of things. <clears throat> but it it really comes into play with your patients, um, and and you could you could also I think call it being present with your patients. They're kind of connected, if you will, to kind of give it a deeper explanation. But you know, here's a great example. Um, and I always did this in my practice. You have a patient come in, and you know everybody wants something to talk about. Okay, you could talk about chiropractic care and how great it is. And you can talk about the weather and you can talk about the patient's condition. What I like to talk about is what's the patient doing? Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just say it's Wednesday and <clears throat> patient comes in on their normal maintenance routine, you know, every three, four weeks, whatever, whatever your maintenance program is. Mine was every two weeks. Um, and, and let's just say the patient's name is Bill. Bill, what are you doing this weekend as they're laying down on the table? Oh, doc, I'm, I'm going to the lake this weekend. It's the first weekend we can get out on the water and I'm going to, I'm going to get on my jet ski. Okay. That's awesome. So your jet ski, do you keep it on a lift down at the lake or do you trailer? Oh no, I, I trailer and I, I keep it in the garage. I'm so proud of my jet ski. I want to keep it nice and clean. I don't, I don't leave it outside. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> I, and, uh, so, so then you, you key in on that. Okay, Bill. So you're going to the lake, you're, and, and I'm thinking this, not really saying it, Bill's going to the lake. I'm picturing him rustling this jet ski on and off the trailer, mm -hmm. 
riding it around on the rough lake over the weekend and then wrestling it back onto the trailer and bringing it home and putting it back in the garage. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Bill, since you're going to be wrestling around with the jet ski this weekend, let's do this. Today's Wednesday. Let's get you back in here Monday or Tuesday and just double check everything. You're, you're a little tight today. And I'm going to guess since first weekend back out on the lake that you're going to be a little tight after the weekend. Let's get you back in here on Monday and get you adjusted again. Oh, doc, that sounds great. That's, that's probably a really good idea. So that's, that's being intentional. And instead of letting the patient wait two or three weeks before his next maintenance patient or maintenance visit, let's go ahead and bring him back in. And you may be thinking, well, you're just trying to drive more revenue into your clinic. Yes and no. There's a litmus test and it's real simple. Is it good for the patient? So Troy, I'll ask you, is asking the patient to come back in for another adjustment before their next maintenance visit based on what they're going to be doing? Is that a good thing for the patient? I think it's a great thing. And here's why, because I've heard this objection before. And I always smile when I hear this objection, because if you understand your role and the patient understands their role, then you understand that your role in this situation is is to give them great advice. So here's what I look at. I see patients all the time that go, well, doc, I thought about calling you. But I knew I had an appointment scheduled anyway in three weeks. And by the time they get back to me, they're chronic. You know, they they did this three weeks ago and they've been in pain ever since then. And maybe it's not severe pain. They're still going to work, but they've turned this into a a, a mushy, inflamed, chronic condition at this point. Yep. Now what am I going to do? Now I need to see you, you know, several times just to get you back in shape. And we're probably, you know, and in a lot of cases when you get chronic, you know, it may be four to six visits before you get that thing settled back down again. And so instead of doing that, rather see that patient at the end of the week and maybe again on Monday when they get back from the lake or whatever their activity may be cutting down a tree, I've actually saved them money. And I've followed that and tracked that with our software over time and shown that that's exactly what happens because Mm -hmm. You see those folks that don't listen to you. Hmm. Oh, doc, I think I'll be okay. I don't need to come in on Friday. No, doc, I don't need to. No, I tell you what, how about I just call you when I heard again? I've actually tracked those patients and the ones that do come back to you because every once in a while you get one that's just like, I'm not getting chiropractic care. And that's what I'm going to tell you is I'm not coming back in right now. I'll call you when I need you, but I'm never going to call you again. There are those patients, but the ones that actually do call you whenever they have a painful problem, I've mm-hmm. tracked those over time. They end up seeing you more times in a year on average than those folks that actually follow through with some sort of wellness care. Correct. So in my, in my humble estimation, when I'm working with a patient, following your litmus test, is it good for the patient? Is it good for the practice? I believe that it's a win-win because mm-hmm. in the long run, my patient feels more uh, more serviced or more well taken care of by seeing them every once in a while, an, an additional visit or two to make up for what they're doing in their outside life rather than having to go back through multiple treatment schedules. Yeah, exactly. And through your intentionality, you give the patient the impression that all you're doing is trying to take care of them, which you are. 
You're just trying exactly. to take care of them. And you brought up a great point. I'm preempting by doing this, by bringing that patient back in sooner, I'm preempting that patient from developing a chronic issue, mm. which again, you said this might take six visits to unwind the chronic issue. Mm-hmm. It only takes one if I bring them back in sooner. So patients save time, they saved money. And the, the litmus test that I always say is if it's good for yeah. the patient, it's good for the clinic, then do it. So, I so think, yeah, all you got to do is think about that. Yeah. If, if, if you have an issue with this, tell me what it is, because if it's good for the patient, number yeah. one, do it. I mean, that really could be your litmus test, but if it's good for the patient, it's good for you do it. I think sometimes Simple. it's just a mindset that people think that, you know, we've had docs that have, have said, well, gee, it seems like to me like I'm just adding more visits to this, you know, this patient's treatment. But in reality, it's like we just discussed, they're going to add a whole bunch more visits to their treatment if they allow a condition to become chronic again. So if I'm truly about keeping a patient well, then I want to keep them well. I really don't want to go through painful treatment schedules and, and, and going, I know I'm a really good chiropractor, but I'm going to cross my fingers that this disc problem doesn't get worse, mm-hmm. you know, and that they are going to get better because I don't, I'm not really into the frantic practice where you're constantly treating these first aid injuries. <sighs> I would tough much practices, rather, yeah, mentally. I'd much rather keep my patients <clears throat> functional and happy where yep. they come in and I go, how you doing today? You know, how's everything going? Going great. Okay. How's everything felt? It's felt great over the last two weeks, three weeks, month, whatever it's been since I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're basically here just to see, you know, what's restricted and get a little tune up. Absolutely. And so my patient walks in, lays down on the table. There's no real complaint. They want to know what's restricted, what needs motion. So we can go through and motion palpate them. We can mm-hmm. static palpate them and get them adjusted and get them on their way. And it's kind of like changing the oil in your car. Why would you wait till you blow the engine up when you can just change the oil? So, and I know some people don't understand or agree with that all the time, but that's really you and I both have the same philosophy about how to treat patients. Yep. Yep. And, you know, being intentional is just really thinking about what does the patient need Mm -hmm. and, I hear a lot of chiropractors, especially when they get to maintenance, you know, what's, what's the standard maintenance plan four to six weeks. Why, why, how often do you get adjusted? How often does your staff get adjusted? How often do kids get adjusted? Now my daughter would probably say not very often, but, um, but you know, most of us probably get adjusted what once every week or it Mm -hmm. probably at Mm -hmm. the outset, two weeks. Why do we give the same thing to our patients? Why do we have to change our mindset? Why do we have to change our intentionality, if you will, away from what we do with ourselves and our staff and our family and give the patient something different? Why are we being stingy with it? Because we automatically make the assumption that the patient cannot afford to be seen every week. And that's why this four to six weeks came into play. And, and mm-hmm. so for you chiropractors, you're getting adjusted weekly and so is your family. You have practice members that would very much like to get adjusted more frequently. And I'm not going to throw out a number. I'm just going to say more frequently than they are. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think your arbitrary number becomes habit. And it becomes habit because you were concerned 
that you didn't want to scare someone off by saying, well, gee, you know, it would make sense for you to be adjusted more often. Um, for some patients, it does. I've got some, because I run a cash practice, my patients are very involved in future treatment because it's them and me and, and, and their credit card usually right. um, that's involved in this. And so I ask them what they think. I sometimes mm -hmm. have patients that will actually say, well, doc, could I come back a little sooner than that? So in a cash practice, I get yep. to see the true colors of my patient. Yeah, I saw the my same patient, thing. Yeah, my patient will sometimes tell me. And so it helps you become more intentional when you work with cash mm -hmm. patients, because sometimes they'll tell you better than, you know, better than you can. Sometimes they go, listen, I, I'd like to come in a little bit more often. And here's what mm -hmm. I'd like to do. You, know. you gotta you gotta get out of that dang poverty complex. That's not being intentional. Be intentional about what the patient. Yeah, be intentional about what the patient needs. You know, and if you want to want a good analogy, people spend two, three, four hundred dollars a month on coffee. Yes. Do you not think for a minute that they can come to the chiropractor and get adjusted a couple of times a month? What do you charge? $45 a visit. You don't think they've got $90 to spend on good health. Of course they do be intentional about what the patient needs. Get intentionality in your brain and stop focusing on the patient's wallet right. and thinking about what they can afford. You're not their financial broker. Be intentional about right. what level of chiropractic care that patient truly needs. Why do you get adjusted once a week? Because you need it. Chiropractic mm -hmm. is a very physical, very physical healthcare paradigm. So yeah, we, we all need to get adjusted once a week, maybe even twice a week. Sometimes mm -hmm. why do our patients not They They have just as physical lives as we do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So focus on, on what patients need. Talk to patients about why they need it. Talk to patients about the value of your care. And bring that intentionality component into your practice. You know, and it's it's always funny to me that we're, we're always out, it seems like, as chiropractors. And it's probably not just our profession, but that's what we're talking about. We're always out looking for the new patient. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to get the new patient. That's a big conversation when you go to conventions and, and go to get CEUs. You're talking to your buddies. And <clears throat> how many patient visits are you seeing a day? How many new patients are you seeing a week? Who cares? Right. Okay. Why are we going after the hardest market there is when if you're just a little bit more intentional with your current patients and they're coming in more often and getting more of that care that they need, your practice will explode. And so oh, we yeah. your bottom line. So yeah. if it's good for the patients and it's good for the practice, just do it. Yeah. And that's really what your intentionality is all about. I think you nailed it when you said that. Because quite frankly, when you're intentional, it has to be, it has to come from a good place when you're mm -hmm. intentional. So if you do that litmus test and you go, yep, that's going to be good for the patient, good for the practice. Um, and when we say good for the practice, we mean from, <clears throat> from a bottom line standpoint, from an integrity standpoint, we don't want you going broke, but also at the same time, you have to be fair and honest with the patient. So when yeah, we say good ethical. for the practice, we mean good for the practice from all standpoints. In other words, Absolutely. It, do you feel good about it? Do you feel comfortable with it? And do you feel like that this is something that creates goodwill with your patients as well? Exactly. So, exactly. That's, yeah. 
Danielle, thank you for sending that question in. I really appreciate it. That that's one of my favorite topics because I don't think I don't think us doctors are as intentional as we should be. We could it's right. a deep deep subject. We could go on and on, but uh, yeah, for sure. Troy, Troy, how do people send questions in? So if you have a question for me, please send the question to Troy at catsconsultants.com. That's cats with a K, Troy at catsconsultants.com. And if they want to reach out to schedule a more lengthy consult with us, just kind of a kind of a check engine light, let's see what's going on with my practice. What do they need to do? Just go to catsconsultants.com, top right corner of the homepage. You can click on the button that says schedule a consult. You'll go right to my calendar, schedule a breakthrough session. We do those for free. Um, people ask me all the time, why do you, why do you do that kind of stuff? Cause we want chiropractors to survive and have the life that they deserve. That's why we do it. So mm-hmm. give us a call, give us a shout, send in a question, jump on a schedule for a breakthrough session. Let's, I love that. Check the engine light and yeah, you know, see where you are. Is it a red light, yellow light, green light? That's, uh, it's always important to get a quick check. So, all right, Troy, thank you. And on behalf of all of us here at Cats Consultants, thanks for tuning in to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us, stay well adjusted. See you later.